0: Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Adventures in Feeding My Fam. Recently, a friend reached out to me and described their desire to lower their blood sugar levels. You see, they had recently gone to the doctor, they had blood work taken, and found that not only had they gained 15 pounds during the pandemic, but their blood work showed that they were pre-diabetic. Since then, they had been trying, I'm using that in air quotes, trying to lose weight. This was new to them. They'd never been a dieter before, and their weight had been previously pretty stable. But their main question was to me, Andrea, why am I thinking about food all the time? And this is really such a good question, and I hope that we can dig into it and Answer this in this episode. Adventures in Feeding My Fam is a weekly podcast discussing the challenges and fun around feeding your family healthy meals. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years, so I know the importance of good nutrition. But I'm also a mom of three, so I understand the challenges and humor that comes along with trying to make this happen. In this podcast, I'll share my tips, tricks, and menus, but I'll also share the stories and food prep failures that come along the way too. Interview guests will discuss family food traditions, how to strengthen bonds around the family table, as well as their favorite family recipes. There isn't one right way to feed your family, but there are countless stories and you can take bits and pieces and learn from all of them. So let's do a little bit of quick background first to understand that there are a couple of pathways that trigger thoughts about food. First of all, we've got the homeostatic pathway. This is kind of our body's primary mechanism for letting our brain know that it needs energy from food. It's the main trigger to keep us with energy balance. So when your body needs energy, it releases certain hormones, letting your brain know that you're hungry. That primary hormone is ghrelin. I always remember that one because ghrelin, it's kind of like your stomach's growling. But then the opposite of ghrelin, the hormone that tells us when we're full is leptin. But these are your primary hunger hormones. And sometimes when you're thinking about food... It simply means that you're hungry, in particular when it's been a long time since you've eaten. And that's just your body's way of telling you that, hey, it's time to eat. More commonly, people think about other factors, more emotional factors that kind of affect us and trigger us to want to eat. And those thoughts about food, whereas the homeostatic pathway that we were just talking about Those triggers are because of actual physical hunger. However, the hedonic pathway might cause you to think about food even when your body doesn't really need the calories. And the hedonic pathway is triggered by many things, including the environment around you. You know, if you have a bowl of fruit or a bowl of candy sitting out. Food availability, whether there's lots of choices available to you That's going to trigger you to eat. Your thoughts, advertising, commercials, clips that pop up on Facebook advertisements, your emotions, where you are with that, and definitely stress. There's also sometimes environmental cues, or being in the presence of food, or simply hearing someone else talk about food can cause you to think about it. In addition, Research shows that super hyper palatable foods definitely stimulate the hedonic pathway in your brain, but might even encourage more kind of like addictive kind of qualities and such thinking about more food, like thinking about food more than usual. So understanding how these food thoughts and behaviors work and what triggers them in your body is a really good way to get out of that habit. Because I know that many of us don't like spending so much time of our day focused or so much of our energy focused on those thoughts about food. So it's really a good idea to kind of understand your individual circumstances. And there are a lot of possible solutions that you can try to figure out what works best for you. So I'm going to give you 10 tips to consider when you're trying to kind of curb that habit and curb all of those thoughts about food. So first of all, I want to tell you to take it easy on yourself. Each of us has a really unique relationship with food, and it's very personal and complex. It may take time to fully understand your relationship with food, and in the process, it can be easy to let those feelings of guilt, blame, or frustration kind of build up when you can't get yourself to stop thinking about food. However, constantly feeling down in response to the food thoughts may not be helpful in the long run. In fact, some studies have found that feeling guilty or shameful about your food choices or your weight might lead to overeating and make it actually harder to lose weight. So rather than blaming yourself for those constant food thoughts, try to learn to navigate and understand how they occur. So we'll talk about that more in some of the other tips. So just remember that part of going easy on yourself is to avoid shaming yourself for thinking about food. If you feel shameful about your feelings about food, then you know, you're often putting yourself down whenever you're thinking about it. And you might assume that this will encourage you to stop thinking about it. But just as we discussed before, it actually doesn't. So it's completely counterproductive and also makes you feel even worse than just having the food thoughts alone. All right, tip number two don't exclude certain things outright. If you're constantly thinking about ice cream, let's say, then you might think, hey, I'm just going to tell myself not to eat ice cream ever again. So the thought is that it'll be out of sight, out of mind, right? No, not at all. What actually happens, and there's research that shows this, the research shows that restricting certain foods makes you actually think about them more, not less. Eliminating foods and being super strict about what you eat is not sustainable a long time. In fact, I did an entire episode on this topic. If you wanna go back and hear more, you can listen to episode 45. So if there's a certain food that you think about more than others, don't eliminate it completely. Instead, eat a small amount of it and you'll likely stop fixating on it. Oftentimes, foods that we define as taboo foods, once we allow ourselves to have them and enjoy it, we realize we don't like them as much as we thought. It's really amazing. I've worked with a lot of people about this, and once they have that taboo food, they realize, huh, I liked it, but it's it's not as good as I thought which obviously makes it easier to enjoy them until we're satisfied, but that we don't have to binge or overeat these foods. So for many of us, setting those strict rules on what you will or won't allow yourself to eat, it really doesn't work in the long, long run. Instead, try not to make any foods off limits, and allow yourself to trust your body's natural hunger and fullness cues. Okay, tip three, definitely enjoy healthy meals and snacks. Research shows that eating meals and snacks that are both nutritionally adequate and satisfying to your taste may help control your appetite. As a result, this may suppress lots of those food thoughts throughout the day. Nutrient-rich foods are those that contain good amounts of vitamins, dietary fiber, things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, lean protein sources, things like that. And foods that are high in protein and high in fiber typically keep you feeling full longer, which can help keep those food thoughts at bay. Oftentimes when we are trying to limit the food thoughts, it's because we're dieting. And that means maybe we're not nourishing ourselves in the best, most healthful way. And we really want to think about how can I satisfy my body without making it feel deprived so that we can eliminate those excessive food thoughts and really listen to your body. If you are hungry, you should eat. Tip number four, drink enough water. When I tell you to drink enough water, it's not like those folks that say, drink a really good glass of water before you have dinner so that you don't eat that much. No, it's not in a matter to kind of restrict what you're taking in. I'm simply telling you to stay well hydrated throughout the day. This is because our hunger signals and our thirst signals Often are confused. So if we're feeling very thirsty, if we're a little dehydrated, our brain gets a little confused and might think that we're actually hungry. So staying hydrated throughout the day might decrease how often you end up thinking about food. And drinking enough water helps lower those cravings for those super hyper palatable foods like salty kind of snacky foods. And... Some people may find that drinking water throughout the day suppresses that hunger. Tip number five, identify your patterns and triggers. Another way to better understand why you're having food thoughts is to identify the things in your life that trigger the hedonic pathway and cause you to think about food when you aren't actually hungry. So the first question is, if you're thinking about food, ask yourself if you're actually hungry. If the answer is no, then in a very non judgmental, compassionate way, I want you to ask yourself again why that is. Why are you wanting to eat? Is it due to stress? Is it because of boredom? Is it just feeling emotional watching other people eat or being around hyper palatable foods? Talking about food with family or friends so having the conversation sometimes triggers those desire for food or whether it's commercials or advertisements or images that you're seeing about food like i said if you ask yourself the question why you are eating or why you are hungry and thinking about food i want you to do this in a very non-judgmental way collect the information so that you can learn what your triggers are And this can be very helpful for the future. Tip number six, learn to let the thoughts pass. Sometimes you really don't need to act on those food thoughts immediately. And often those food thoughts can be very temporary. So if you notice the food thoughts are coming to you, but you're not really hungry, you can distract yourself with thoughts about other things. So things like take a pause, From what you're doing, stand up and stretch, take a walk, read something that interests you, work on your favorite craft or hobby, play a game, call a friend, meditate for a few minutes, or journal how you're feeling. These are all positive ways that can help you kind of bridge that gap in time and often just putting like a pause between the immediate gratification of reaching for food right when you have a food thought can be very helpful. Tip number seven, consider mindful eating. This is one of my favorite topics. Mindful eating is really a technique characterized by being present and aware of the full mind and the body experience that you have when you are eating. It can be really beneficial for your health and really help to give you a positive relationship with the food that you're eating. So some of the practices include eating slowly, removing distractions like TV or your phone when you're eating, paying attention to the colors, the scents, the textures, and flavors of food, and really staying aware of the body's hunger and fullness cues throughout the meal. I recently offered a mindful eating challenge. If this is appealing to you, you can catch the video recordings on my Facebook group in the Facebook group page under Guides. If you want to join the Facebook group, it's called Adventures in Feeding My Fam. You can search for it on Facebook and find it there. And also I'll leave the link in the show notes if you want to be a part of that really supportive, kind, wonderful Facebook group that I am happy to be a part of. Tip number eight, move more. So just finding some additional physical activity that might provide a positive option for you and oftentimes physical activity can boost the emotions that we're feeling and often that boost in mood can limit our emotional eating, but also suppress our actual appetite, not in the situation when we're actually hungry, but in the situation where it's really the hedonic pathway that is triggering us to want to eat. And obviously physical activity has its own health benefits and can be very, very satisfying. All right, my last tip is that know when to ask for help. Sometimes you just might need a little extra help and guidance when you're trying to learn to understand your food thoughts if your thoughts about food or body image or your eating habits are so intense that they're interfering with your normal daily activities, that is when it is definitely time to reach out to a trained professional. So if you have more questions, feel free to book a free discovery call with me. If you need more assistance or guidance in kind of addressing your persistent food thoughts, then I am happy to talk with you. And we can talk about strategies that are going to work best for you. The link to sign up for a discovery call with me will be in the show notes. And really, I'm always here and happy to help you out. Until next time, take care. Can you believe we're approaching one year of a podcast? I can hardly believe it. I'm amazed at how much the podcast has grown over this past year, and I really love hearing all the wonderful feedback I receive from all of you. I literally read every review and every comment that is left for me. If you haven't submitted a review, I'd really appreciate if you would. If you're willing to, then I will send you a bonus mindful eating meditation. Simply go to iTunes, complete the review, and write your comments. But before you submit it, take a screenshot of the review and do one of two things. Either email it to me at fam at gmail.com or post it to your stories and Instagram and tag me. Once you do that, then I will get your information so I can send you that bonus mindful eating meditation so that you can work through those longstanding ties to food and really begin to get to the crux of, anything that's been holding you back over the time.